0: Hi, I am Perry Continente.
1: And I'm Hannah Gatahun, and you're listening to Beach Weekly, a student-run podcast from the Daily 49er at Long Beach State. Beach Weekly!
0: News. News! This week, we will be discussing our dueling op-eds on public transportation.
1: Yes, transportation. It gets you from one place to another. I use both public and private transportation.
0: I use mostly private transportation.
1: I only started using private transportation, aka a car, about three or four months ago. Mm. And up until that point, I had only used the bus.
0: Yep, and somehow you passed your driving test.
1: I'm a good driver. Uh huh. Okay. Anyways, <sighs> this week Perry and I duelled. We did. We duelled on the topic of transportation Mm -hmm. and how to make it better. Mm -hmm. So Perry, do you kind of want to give your side?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that with autonomous vehicles, we are reaching a point where every car will essentially be passively picking people up and dropping them off. This will allow cheaper transportation, Uber-style transportation, as well as autonomous buses will open up new routes So I think that rather than expanding our infrastructure as we would, so for example in Los Angeles, I think the idea of putting in like a subway or more rail lines would be self-defeating at this point. Uh, We should instead do minimal improvements waiting for autonomous vehicles because a lot of the improvements that we will make leading up to this change will be rendered inconsequential.
1: And so my argument was a little different. Um, Mine was more about, working with the public transport that we have now, i.e. buses and trains, and improving on them. So for the most part, and this is more localized to Southern California, greater Los Angeles area, because that's the area that I'm most familiar with. Infrastructure for public transportation is pretty bad. And on top of that, a lot of the times, cities, look to improve their streets, their roads, their highways um, rather than investing in public transportation. So my argument is we do already pay a lot for public transport, but cities need to essentially take their eyes off highways, put it towards buses, put it towards trains, because there's too many cars on the road, that's why there's so much traffic, so much pollution, and our population is ever-growing it won't stop growing. Mm -hmm. God forbid, I know we don't want like a mass extinction. (laughs) The trend is that we're getting more populated Mm -hmm. and more people need to get around and it's better to invest in bigger vessels that carry more people. Mm -hmm. And if we have more people taking buses, then buses and trains, than cars, essentially clears up the roads. Mm -hmm. So it'll be less vehicles on the road, Solve traffic. Mm. So that was my argument. Now, Perry, tell me why my argument is stupid in your eyes.
0: Well, I, I agree with you in a lot of cases, but my problem with your argument is your suggestion that we hire more bus drivers because we are quickly reaching a point where we will no longer need bus drivers. Mm. I mean, it's a job that as horrible as it is in a lot of ways, I mean, it's the number one job in this country for men, truck and bus driving jobs are the most common, it's ultimately going to become a job that is no longer needed. And so Mm -hmm. I think that hiring bus drivers in the short term is kind of almost cruel, because you know, you're giving these people a job that will be gone very soon. Mm -hmm. So what I think we need to do is we need to accelerate the timetable on autonomous vehicles. That will also cut down on the uh, fatalities. I mentioned on the 605 somebody crashed a big rig carrying a carnival ride and that shut down the entire highway for about almost like 10 hours and it totally rerouted everyone's commutes. With autonomous vehicles this would not be an issue.
1: That is true. I actually do see your point on that, but I think in general there needs to be more buses on the road. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily need to be bus more bus drivers, but you're right. We could improve, you know, self-autonomous vehicles in order to have buses running at late hours mm-hmm. when people yeah. don't really want to work yeah. or have, you know, buses come in increments of like 15 minutes at a time mm-hmm. rather than like, oh, I have to wait two hours for the bus if I had my car just hopped on and got to wherever i needed my argument also touched on like the convenience of taking the bus it's not convenient and as a result no one wants to take it but you know a lot of the times even our institutions like take the bus sustainable transport it's hard
0: yeah it's i i live in whittier which is pretty far off the highway i, I live off the uh, 605 i i couldn't feasibly take the bus to school. That is simply not an option for me. Also, with autonomous vehicles, we wouldn't have the parking problem because That's they'd just true. be driving around picking other people up. With autonomous buses, we wouldn't have to pay bus drivers, essentially. They would be initially more expensive, but we, it would also open up funds for more vehicles. By virtue of them being autonomous, they would get better gas mileage. They could drive at peak efficiency. Traffic wouldn't really be as much of an option. You know, if everyone was moving at 65 miles per hour, you could pack the Cars pack the buses a lot closer, because they'd be moving constantly at that speed. Um, There are a huge number of benefits, not the least of which is the lack of fatalities traffic-related, which is currently the third leading cause of death in this country.
1: So, when you say improving on autonomous vehicles, in your world Mm -hmm. that you picture, Mm -hmm. do you see both cars and buses? And so, I guess, essentially, would every person have the ability to purchase their own private autonomous vehicle.
0: That would be an option, but what I'm seeing more and more likely is that fewer people owning cars more public transportation. And those cars, when the people who own them are not currently in them, are picking up other people for a nominal fee. Mm. Uh, So it would essentially be like an Uber, but a lot less expensive because there's no need to pay drivers. It's almost like universal ride sharing if you chose to sign up for it, which is looking to be the case, actually.
1: I mean, that is true. There have been Ubers, right? That are self-driving vehicles that have picked people up
0: I, I could be incorrect on this, but I do believe that in uh, there are some certain test cities, I think Las Vegas is one of them where you can say, are you comfortable with it being an autonomous vehicle? Currently at this moment, the vehicle will drive it. I believe the vehicle will drive itself, but there will still be somebody in the driver's seat to intervene in worst case scenario. Okay. Um, But we've seen time and time again that autonomous vehicles are much safer than humans driving them. This would eliminate drunk driving. This would eliminate distracted driving. You'd be able to do homework on your way to school. You'd be able to like read, you know, you wouldn't have to focus directly on the road.
1: That is true. Well, I think, you know, there was some overlap in our arguments. I I guess we're not dueling that much.
0: Well, there is a fair amount. I'd say the biggest difference is what we're choosing to focus on now. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong about your position, but it seems like you're more focused on expanding our current public transport. But I think the expansions that you're suggesting aren't really feasible until autonomous vehicles become commonplace
1: okay so i guess with my argument it is yeah like expand the infrastructure i guess so that you know buses can take people out of the suburbs that's a big Mm -hmm. issue a lot of the times there is no public transport or reliable public transport unless you're in some sort of metropolitan area for example like in rural areas this is it's not feasible there it's like they're way too spread out but you know in a place like los angeles it's crowded it's packed everything is right centered where you need it to be and so why not make public transport better you i mean you can look to cities like new york mm-hmm. paris london where Public transport is widespread and common, and it works. For the most part, like in these bigger cities, it's like there are some issues with it, but people find it a more reliable means, I guess. But it's because they have the infrastructure to make it work.
0: And it is the infrastructure. I think that the commonality with all those cities you mentioned is a robust subway system, Mm -hmm. which we lack in Los Angeles and which putting it in would be a massive undertaking. I mean, could you imagine drilling tunnels all the way under Los Angeles, constructing, you know, subway stations, which I don't think is feasible at this point. I mentioned in my op-ed, Elon Musk put in his tunnels for Teslas that are like notoriously awful. Mm -hmm. You know, they've kind of become a joke. And those are just small for like a car for a Tesla, which apparently almost touches the sides. Mm. So putting in a bigger tunnel, putting in that infrastructure would take decades. And by that time, I think that autonomous vehicles would have solved it. So looking at Los Angeles, and I'm not a civil, I'm not a civil engineer.
1: Neither am I. <laughs>
0: but looking at Los Angeles, it's so impacted. There's no way we can put in a subway. I think we need to just put a band aid on this gaping wound until autonomous vehicles can solve the problem.
1: I will say with Los Angeles, we don't have subways, but we do have, like, the light rail trains. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, with subways and light rails, their appeal is that they are able to bypass the Los Angeles traffic. Yes. Because I, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the blue line or the green line, the metro lines. There's a freeway that the green line goes down. And, you know, if there's ever traffic, the green line keeps going. hmm it's convenient to people in that way. And I think with light rails, I think those are probably more feasible than Mm -hmm. like a subway system. And you can have a self-autonomous light rail system. Yeah. And I think that if you were to implement something like that, it would be more beneficial to the riders. And I think the issue too with public transportation is it needs, to expand, I guess, kind of the areas that it travels to. Mm. There are some places that have less than others, and so you can't possibly get to everywhere you need to go. I just think with cars, the only issue is that if we push self-autonomous cars, there's still the issue of space. Like individual car riders still take up a lot of space. Whereas like with a train or a bus, it's packing a lot of people into a smaller amount of space and i mean even if the cars are going at the same speed you know what i mean um that will solve traffic but i think if we were to pack people into buses i guess it would make traffic a lot more smooth in my opinion
0: uh i can see that my issue with like the blue line is that uh with like the different lines in los angeles is uh i'm from NorCal originally and they have the bay area rapid transport which is the uh the BART trains and those are fairly robust in where they can take you they go to more locations you can get to pretty much any part of the city you want to. You know, that includes Oakland, Berkeley, San Francisco. Even uh, They're even putting a line out to my hometown, which is about hour and a half, two hours by car to San Francisco. I'm used to this very robust public transport that uh, I'm just not seeing in Los Angeles. Definitely. And I think that putting in another line here would be such an undertaking with how densely populated it is. The thing about autonomous vehicles, too, is I think that there needs to be, like, this is kind of additional to it, But there should be a push towards more, you know, electronic vehicle, like uh, electric cars, as opposed to gasoline powered.
1: Definitely. Which I
0: do see us going in that direction. And with the emission standards that California is putting out, I think the pollution won't be that as big of a concern, um, especially with autonomous vehicles going forward.
1: That's true. And I mean, this is also a matter of like... I mean, air pollution and greenhouse gases that multiple cars and buses emit. And I think with personal vehicles, I think prices for electric vehicles are getting cheaper Mm. and they're more... They're more of a viable option for people driving. People with regular jobs who can't afford a Tesla. Mm -hmm. So they want small, convenient vehicles, electric, they're good for the environment, so you feel better Mm. driving it too. And of course, very little carbon carbon emissions. Yeah. I mean, they're nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, of course, this is more multifaceted an issue than we could possibly get into 2 op-eds. Because, you know, it's like where we get our electricity from is something that needs to be revamped. Yeah, all of this is so, it's such an interconnected, such a detailed issue that we can't possibly plumb the depths entirely.
1: I know. We could both be wrong. If you guys think we're both wrong, I think we have a comment section on, we do. We do. On our website, we have a comment section. You know what? Tell us if we're wrong. Tell us if you have a better solution than both of us.
0: Preferably in the form of an editorial that you submit to opinions at daily49er.com. Yes. Perhaps you can appear in the paper.
1: Perry needs content.
0: I do need content.
1: Anyone can contribute. But join us next week. We're coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are. If,
1: if you want Manny and Ralston, you can't have them. You can't you have can't them. You can't have them next week because yeah. we're coming back. We're going to be talking about something fun because next week we have art. 70th anniversary issue. Long Beach Today is turning 70 years old.
0: That is quite old.
1: Yeah and we're gonna be talking about a story that's going into that special issue. Perry's writing it.
0: I am. Well I am writing it with uh Crystal Gomez.
1: Yes she is one of our social media assistants and tell us what the story is gonna be about.
0: The story is going to be about how Long Beach State kind of went from a largely Caucasian, largely white school to a more diverse school, or actually one of the most diverse in the nation. So we're talking about kind of, you know, some of the uh, problematic moments in our past and how we got to our less problematic, but still pretty problematic present. So
1: So if you want to listen to that, join us next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye! Bye!